Hey, welcome to Faith Marketplace, where we equip individuals, entrepreneurs, small business owners with resources plus community to make a kingdom impact to glorify our mighty God while gaining inspiration from marketplace leaders. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Faith Marketplace, where we inspire, equip, and encourage Christians to walk their faith out at work. And this is, uh, we're, we're excited to let you know that this is, we're going, uh, we're in our 11th year, over 800 interviews. And uh, I have a reoccurring guest with us today I'm really excited about because he's got something new that he's doing. It really struck me and I thought it was really cool. But I'd like to introduce you to Mark Roberts. Uh, He's a senior strategist with Max Dupree Center for Leadership out in Pasadena, California. Welcome, Mark. Thanks, Bob. I'm glad to be back on with you. Yeah, this is awesome. Hey, you know, you shared something with me, and we always ask our our uh, guests, you know, what's inspiring them? What, like a life verse or uh, or some kind of inspiration for your life, a quote or verse? So, uh, you shared one with me. Why don't you share that with the audience? And why is that important yeah. to you? Be happy to. And you know, it's one of those verses. I'm sure you've had the experience, Bob, of you know, you've read something in Scripture many times, but it never strikes you. And one day, it just, like, stands out, and, and the Spirit really enlivens it. And this was a passage from Psalm 92, and it says, The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They're planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. In old age, they still produce fruit. And they're always green and full of sap, showing that the Lord is upright. He's my rock, and there's no unrighteousness in him. And honestly, what struck me personally there is I'm now 66 years old. And I didn't used to be 66 years old. And when I read this, and it's in old age, they still produce fruit, I I sense tremendous hope and potential and promise there that spoke to me in a way that, it honestly, it didn't used to. And, And so this verse has really animated my own life, but it's also really been a huge part then of the work that, that God has called me into. Yeah, and we're going to get into that because I it really struck me when I saw this, particularly with the new season and the calling that God's got you into. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is absolutely perfect. Yes. Uh, well, let's tell the audience what kind of key takeaways you'd like for them to, to take out of our conversation today. Well, it, it, there are several, and it really depends on where people are. Bob, I'm sure you've got mm-hmm. some folk in what we call the third third of life. If technically right. in the U.S., that's like 53 on up. But they're folk in, in that season of life, either in retirement, approaching it, you know. But I'm sure you've got many other listeners who are younger. And what I do want to say is what I want to talk about. Absolutely, I want to speak to those who are in the third third of life. But just about the best thing you can do for yourself if you want to flourish in that season of life is start living in into it in in the middle of life too and so what we're talking about even if it's immediately relevant to folk who are older it actually is super relevant and so what I want folk to come away with is first of all just that conviction that wait I I can flourish I can live fruitfully and fully in Christ now and and for as long as I'm on this earth and and then I want folks to have some idea of how how that might happen for them Right. And I love that you say that. It's just kind of off, I take off on Warren's work with a uh, purpose-driven life, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and, and having gone through that a number of years ago, it strikes me that some of the, the, what you're bringing forward, and then, of course, you know, uh, uh, halftime, you know, mm-hmm. with right. uh, 
Bob, bring uh, um, Buford. bringing forth, you know, yep. where you're at in your life. And what, what really struck me when I read that series of books is the fact that if you don't have a purpose in your life, particularly like you're getting into that retirement age, uh, I think that it was in the book, I don't know if that's still true or not, that you're, you know, if you have a purpose in your life, you're going to die pretty quickly. You know, you're not going to have a long life because there's no purpose for you to, yeah. to latch on to. Well, and that's what I feel you've done here is, and I want to get fully immersed in this with you too, because yeah. I want the, I want the audience to realize what the third third really is. So why don't Great. you share with the audience what that initiative is and what prompted oh. it? Why, well, why did you even do this? Let me just mention one thing about purpose, though. What you just said. So there's tons of research out there on what on older adults, and what they found right. is number one, older adults who have a strong sense of purpose live way better than the others who don't, number one. Number two, usually as people get older, they greatly lose their sense of purpose. And mm. and so the very thing that could help them flourish is the thing that disappears. And so you're absolutely right. A lot of what we're doing is really wanting to help folk in a new season of life discover what God has for them. You asked how, how I got into this. So in the Dupree Center, the main focus of our work is on leaders in the marketplace, business leaders and others. And I would meet with people over the years when I was focusing there. And I'd always ask, you know, what can we do for you? And I started hearing again and again from folk who were around 60s, it's almost the same story. It was something like, you know, so I'm going to have to retire at some point. I, I, I'm bringing up some younger leaders, and i got to get out of their way. But I don't feel like I'm done making a difference in my life. But I don't even know how to think about retirement. Uh, my church isn't really helping me. I don't know what to do. You guys should do something. And I would say, wow, okay. Well, you know, maybe someday we will do something. I said, you know, if we ever get some seed money for that, we'll do it, because that's kind of how the Dupree Center runs. We get people who say, right. yeah, we want you to go. And one uh, about four and a half years ago, I had that conversation with a couple from Iowa. They said, you know, we may want to support that. And, and they did and got it going. So I sort of launched in with this conviction, and a lot of it from the Psalm 92 passage, that, that right. God's promise is that as we get older, we can continue to live fully and fruitfully. But I'm asking, so what does that mean, and how do we do that? And look, of course, deeply into Scripture, because that's the, the bedrock for us and our understanding. But I've, I've looked at, I mean, probably literally a thousand academic studies related to this season of life. And there is so much out there that can help us make some good choices about how we live today. You know, so I mentioned the purpose one to you. Let me give one thing. This is one of the main learnings from our work. And this learning comes from a variety of sources, from developmental psychology, from brain science, etc. One of the very best, maybe even arguably the very most important thing you can do if you want to live well as you get older is have strong relationships. Uh, yes. that, and, and that's for all things because the purpose research, I told you, number one, older people with purpose live great. Number two, they tend to lose it. Number three, those who have strong relationships tend to maintain a strong sense of purpose. So that would be just one way relationships are so crucial for our flourishing in this season of life. And, and that's an example of the kind of thing I learned. Well, of course, as Christians, we do rather think relationships matter. <laughs> you know, yeah, exactly. Our relationship with God and with God's people together. And, and so you have this 
coming together of this research that says this is so important and scripture that says, yeah, this is so important and here's some, here's some ways to do it. So that's a lot of what we're doing. I'm proud to welcome Inbound Studio as a sponsor of Faith Marketplace. Marshall Mullet, the owner, has a mission to help businesses be more efficient and effective in getting results from their marketing technology. With their vast experience, Inbound Studio builds websites using inbound marketing methodology that provides a beautiful visitor experience that has them coming back for more. As a result, the company has evolved to be a premier provider of web technology services in the Midwest. I encourage you to check them out at www.inboundstudio.com. So um, I'm going to start kind of a little bit in reverse here. So what is that? What is exactly the service that you're providing? Is this uh, online, or they get out there and, and read books about this, or how's this work? Or they have gatherings? What What is this? What are you providing them? A variety of resources. At so we're part of the Max Dupree Center for Leadership at Fuller. We're, this is the third third part of that, and we supply. A variety of reasons. So, for example, we have a monthly newsletter that has, it's not just promotional pieces. I mean, it has really um, thoughtful uh, articles on what contributes to living well in this season of life. We, uh, have, we have quite a few webinars that we do that we make available for people. By the way, these are the free resources. We have uh, right. uh, just a, a variety of things that people can access for free from our website. We have two things that are resources that, for which people pay. One is a six-session video course called Flourishing in the Third Third of Life that just lays out the basics and provides materials for small group study and personal study and that sort of thing. And either individuals, but especially groups, church groups and other groups have, are using that and buying it and finding it to be helpful. And then we have a cohort that's kind of related to that, that's a more intentional experience where people sort of take the learning that's in the course, the flourishing in the third third of life and really live into it in a relational way and, and try to build it into their lives. And so those are kind of the things we pay for. Also at the Dupree Center, some of the other work we do that isn't precisely third third, but is related. We have a another cohort program about called Road Ahead, which has been really helpful to older adults who are considering vocational transition. So Ah, so well, mostly, it, it, we have a lot of stuff, and the best way for people to discover it is to come to the Dupree Center website, by the way, Dupree.org, and if they look for third third in the nav bar, they will find more stuff than they'll know what to do with. Okay, Dupree is spelled, let's help D -E -P -R -E -E. people D-E-P-R-E-E dot org. Max Dupree was the uh, president and CEO of Herman Miller, the furniture company, and also an amazing yep. Christian leader in his day. Yep, know him, knew of him very well. As a matter of fact, my executive partner lives in uh, Coopersville, which is halfway between Grand Rapids and uh, and Grand Haven. So uh, she grew up over there, so she knows right. that name oh, yeah. very, very well. Oh yeah. And yeah, as you know, Grand Rapids, Michigan, is quite a Christian community anyway. You know, the whole western side of Michigan. So, hey, um, you know. That that's one that's really terrific that you're reaching out. So, who are you going after to to educate on this? Is it mainly through churches, and you're offering this as a as an opportunity for them with their older population, or how are you getting the word out, and who are you targeting to to know about? Great question. So, you know, we've begun to grow our own constituency through you know our our newsletter and social media and the things we do, and you 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 know slowly grow. So we have several thousand people that we communicate with directly. But churches are a huge 
um, you know, you might say delivery system for us. Because, of course, churches increasingly are, many churches are quite full of older adults who are looking yes. for guidance for how to live. And often churches are saying, we don't know exactly what to do with our older adults. And so we really want to step in there and provide resources that help churches. And then churches, for us, of course, help get that into the hands of the people who uh, who need it. And, and so we're doing a lot of resourcing through churches. The course I mentioned, for example, is sometimes bought by individuals, sometimes a small group of people, but often it will be bought by a church that wants to use it for its people. Yeah. And, and how are you going about this, uh, you know, Max? I mean, they're getting overwhelmed, Mark, with overwhelmed with all kinds of programs and all kinds of information. And mm -hmm. I know people that sell into churches for their services and so on and so forth, and they're finding it more and more difficult, you know, to get through to somebody. And so one thing, I, my question is, is it, the, is it the pastor staff? Is it somebody else within a church uh, that w has grabbed onto this and sees this as a great resource? You know, it, it, that's a both and. And the, the reason, I, I think, and I, I know I've been a pastor for a lot of years, a parish pastor, and I get that, and people are wanting you to use their stuff. Um, the key thing is, does this really serve the need of this particular church? Now, if there's a fairly new right. church of young adults and all that, probably we're not going to connect with them. But yeah, right. so many churches are even majority older adults. And so pastors are saying, I, I hear this from pastors all the time. They're saying, right. man, I need some help. I mean, I really want to serve my folk. Well, I don't know what to do. And, and so sometimes it's the pastor opens the door. But a lot of times it will be the individual member, uh, you know, congregate in the church who, so for example, knows of our stuff and then goes to their pastor or their leaders and say, hey, there's this thing that we could do that would be really helpful. So right now I'd say in terms of the church, it feels like it's almost kind of 50-50. Sometimes it's pastors okay. saying, hey, this is great. Here, this will be helpful, and, and a lot of times it's folk in the church saying, hey, this is really helpful to me. Let, let's get some folk together and do it. Yeah, and I love also the fact that you've got a cohort. So tell me a little bit more about how that works. How do, yeah. how do people get involved in the cohort? And you said there's a little bit of an expense with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically the expense, you know, we're a nonprofit, but we, we right. pay, we have highly trained leaders for our cohorts who, who then right. get paid for that work. And so that's a, that's a significant part of the expense. The cohort is basically six two-hour sessions. They can be in person, but mostly these days they're Zoom. Uh, and that works really well. And it, mm -hmm. it's just a guided experience that takes people through the material, but in a very personal, engaging way. So the course I described it has a 30-minute lecture, and, and I do those lectures, 30-minute lecture that okay. presents the material. And then there's study material and small group material. The cohort really doesn't focus on the, the lecture so much as it, it lets people dig in. And so, Got for it. example, one of the things we, uh, we talk about in the cohort, one of the first questions we ask is, you know, what do you really long for in this season of life? And the interesting thing is that many older adults haven't really ever really reflected on that. You know, they, right. they, they, they know well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to more time with my grandchildren and travel or whatever. But they've never really sat down and thought and prayed about what's in my heart? 
what do I really long for in this next season of life? So, so we facilitate that kind of experience, and then the cohort supports that, and people learn from each other and pray for each other, that sort of thing. Okay. Now, knowing you, Mark, Mark I'm assuming that, and I shouldn't assume, is the content focused around what the Bible says about uh, folks in this stage of life, or, or what is really, what's the makeup of the content, so, and where does it come from? It's sort of, I would say there are three pieces, but the first and the foundational piece for us is always what Scripture says. So right. if we're going to talk about relationships, we're going to talk about Scripture. And what, what, so that, I mean, that's just who we are as Christians and right. part of a seminary and what we believe. But right. the thing about our work that's different from some is that this research I mentioned. So, for example, when it comes, I mentioned this thing about purpose and, and being older. Right. There are literally over a hundred studies, academic studies in psychology, sociology, gerontology, on purpose and aging. And right. there's a lot you can learn there. And most folks aren't going to access that, right? But but right. so what what we've done is taken this biblical core material and said, well, look, you know, not only does the science support it. But then it gives us some details of how we can live it out. And so then, so so Bible number one foundation. Number two, this this research. But I, I need to say, we communicate in a very popular way. It, it, nobody's going to say, right. I have no idea what he's talking about. And then the third piece is really, so how do I embed this in my life? How do I live it? So there's always this very practical, personal dimension. There's homework in both the course and the the uh, the cohort. But it isn't go study this stuff so much as try this thing or or experiment with this or you know take this time to reflect and pray on this so it's it's very experiential right, right. yeah that's great um so these courses and to be able to sign up for that stuff wh what are we talking let's take, give the audience a, a you know an idea of what the a registration looks like and, and what the fees yeah. are so all all of that, and as I say, most of what's on our in our third third part of website is free, right? We we give right. away lots of material, and we're glad to do that. For the things for which we charge, so the course there's what we call the leaders kit, hundred and twenty five dollars. That's usually what the church buys. That gives them okay. one copy of the workbook. It gives them access to the videos, but not just one time. The church can run this course ten times buying one leader's kit. So it, okay. it's, a, it's pretty good value. Then each individual needs to have a PDF version of the workbook. It's a long workbook, but that's just $10.99, uh, as in okay. $10.99, not the IRS form. And that covers the six sessions that you're talking about? The, the yeah, and it has tons okay. of material in it. And, and, and so each individual either buys that or the church buys it for the, the, the their people got it and and so that's the, the whole cost of that course and okay. it, it's you know it's I mean I think it's a pretty good deal of course I'm a little biased um, on the cohort right. our basic cohort place is $500 now you say wow that's that's a lot well I mentioned it's paying a, a, an experienced guide a, a, a reasonable rate and it's the administration we're not making profit off this thing and I should also say right. anything we do in the Dupree Center I mean, if people write to us and say, you know, I, I really can't afford that. I mean, we try to work with people. So we, we're, sure. but, sure. The and, and then what a person has is a cohort is six sessions of two hours over Zoom, 
Again, an extensive workbook, lots of personal exercises. And in both cases, we want to help people flourish in the third third of life, live fully and fruitfully. In the course, it's largely driven by, wow, here's this biblical information and this science that informs all of this that, that really launches you in the right way. The cohort is more like, I really want to dig in deep now and really focus on this. Right. And and right. so it, it, so it's the, both, and, and many people do both, and you can do them in either order, too. Start with the cohort okay. and say, wow, I want to do the course. Or many in the cohort have done the course. They say, we want to go deeper. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, once you get going on it and you're getting value out of it, you know, what more can you get? Uh, you got a couple stories, Mark, that you can share of people that have gone in this and what that's done for them? Oh, man. Uh, yes. So I'll tell you two. One is um, a, a man in the course who um, had retired, and he was taking this course about nine months into retirement. And, you know, at the end of the course, they asked for feedback. And his feedback was, until this course, I thought retiring was the worst decision I'd ever made in my life. I was miserable. Wow. I didn't know what wow. I was doing in life. Now I realize God has stuff for me, and I am so excited, and I it it just feel. Now in his case, he didn't know what that meant, but he had he knew that there's stuff out there, and he was excited. Another case, a woman, a retired teacher, uh, has been doing in retirement the things people do, but through the course she's like, you know, maybe I could help at my local elementary school. So she goes to the local elementary, not where she had worked, but the, where she lives now, goes right. to the local elementary school, says, hey, I've been a teacher, but could I help? And they're like, oh, my gosh, we desperately need some older adults to, uh, just to be on the playground. You're not responsible, right. but just to sort of hang with the kids, uh, the students. And, and so she started doing that. And, and it just, so not only is she making a difference in her neighborhood, but it has infused her life with more meaning and purpose and so those are just two, uh, you know, for, for another, per, uh, per, I'll give one more. Somebody who had yeah. run a major organization, huge responsibility. When she retired, she thought, I need to invest more in my family. And so for her, mm. it was a matter of really going much deeper, not only with her own children, but with some of her nieces and nephews and really being more engaged in the family. So. You know, yeah. God calls people in different ways, but in each case, a sense that, wait, God has stuff for me to do. And then, they, you know, they're excited and they're, they're grateful, and it just changes their experience as well as, you know, some little bit of the world. Are you looking for ways to increase your business? Are you hungry for business relationships of like mind and spirit? Welcome to G7 Networking with Purpose, where relationship comes before referral. Experience networking with God at the Center via monthly meetings that invite interaction and connection. Immerse yourself in the proprietary G7 app, sharing leads, prayer requests, and increased visibility with the entire G7 network. Now with over 40 chapters in 8 states and growing, we have multiple Chicagoland chapters including new locations forming here and around the U.S. Visit www.g7networking.com for details and search for a chapter near you. G7 Networking is always looking for well-connected leaders of integrity and purpose looking for what's next. If this sounds like you, please reach out to us via our website at www.g7networking.com. G7 Networking with Purpose, where God is at the center of networking.
Mark, is there any uh, resources that you give or a list of occupations or things that people can do in the third third of their life where it's more of a calling or, you know, because oftentimes people don't know about opportunity. They don't, it doesn't really open up for them until all of a sudden suggestions come out. Now, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there for um, uh, seniors for working and a lot of other things now. And so I'm just thinking out loud here because I know that AARP has a listing of different things that people can do and, and um, uh, opportunities for seniors if they want to continue to be employed but not full-time and all that stuff. Is any of that stuff uh, a resources that you provide? For you know, us? we have begun collecting that, but we haven't published it yet. But the thing I okay. would say to folks is, is, number one, you know, talk to your friends. See what's yeah. – see. number two, just have your eyes open. Where is there a need? Um, and, and ask the Lord for some guidance. Uh, churches can be helpful. Now, sometimes churches yeah. are not so helpful. I had a, 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 a <laughs> man who had been a major executive in a company. He retired, went to his church, said, you know, I'd, I'd love to help out. And they assigned him to the bulletin folding team. I'm not kidding. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> and that just wasn't the best use of his giftedness. But churches increasingly can be helpful. And But we will in time. I, I, let me give one other example. Many churches are discovering that they can invest in their local school uh, oh, somewhat yeah. like I just referred to, but that was an individual. But a church will adopt a local school, get a relationship with them, and really start serving in their local school, which not only helps the students, but it's a way for churches to get engaged in their communities. And that has been pretty striking. And a couple of months from now, we're actually going to do a webinar with a woman who runs an amazing organization that that does this sort of thing so what you asked for we are we are developing we haven't yet done it that's great because i know that the uh, church that i've gone to for a number of years we have two things that we do particularly in the fall of the year going back to school we have a backpack program yeah, and either yes. uh, you can buy a backpack and then they put all the the great appropriate stuff in there for uh, kids that are underserved and underprivileged uh, and that's been a huge success. The other thing we do is we have a food pantry. So we have to, obviously, we got to stock that. We got to have, you know, we have a clothing pantry. So all of that stuff, it really runs based on volunteerism. And so those are just a couple things that I know that our church is doing. And it would seem to me, uh, you know, we've got uh, 10 campuses. It would seem to me uh, something like this would be enlightening to them because you're yeah. right. Um, you got different age groups throughout the whole thing. Fortunately, this organization, this church group has got um, a lot, a great youth program and kids program. So it's drawing in younger families and, and giving them a reason to come to church. But you do have um, some folks that have a little bit of the gray matter up there. So, if, you know, if, we, if we have any left at all, right. If we have any left at all. And I, and I have heard this, right, Mark, as I've investigated friends, you know, they're retiring and they, I, I, I constantly get people coming to me, you know, because I'm 75. And people say, Bob, well, when are you going to hang it up? When are you going to retire? And I say, I'm walking into the grave or the crematorium, as I tell them, because there's no quit here. God's got a lot of call for me, and he's going to take me when he needs me and, and put me someplace. And as you know, I'm spinning several plates, uh, G7 networking being one of those. I, 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 uh, frankly, I want to get that on the list for you when you start making up Great. that list for people, awesome. because particularly with your – Business people, uh, oftentimes they've been so ingrained in that, 
uh, to be able to take their talent and their God-given talents and treasures and everything like that and translate that into small mid-market businesses yes. where they can help lift them up, yes. give them guidance, and also that they can you know, enrich the kingdom you know, by building their businesses up, you know, and because that's really what G7 is all about. You know, it's, it's the only a Christian business group nationwide. Now, we're in nine states. And the point of that whole thing is, is that you meet in, in you know, once a month. Uh, there's a God, gospel, give, get, grow, grow, uh, grade. Uh, the whole thing lasts 90 minutes. Uh, we really encourage people to get together between those months to uh, do one specific thing. And it's relationships before referrals. So the whole idea of this is, and also prayer requests, uh, that we got that in the app. People can make prayer requests, and I've been the recipient. I, I mean, I've been overwhelmed, you know, when I had my health issues last year, uh, the outpouring of help. You know, it's just amazing. So um, you can't get that anywhere. You can't go to a, a, a networking meeting or a business meeting anymore where it starts in prayer. <laughs> and we're very bold about that. Um, and we're getting people, we're finding, Mark, and it's really important, too, because these aren't just young people. Mm-hmm. These are people in middle life or a little bit older, they're more mature. And, and um, one of the things that's interesting is that people really are gravitating towards it. Now, we, we haven't got to throw the blanket off entirely. But, you know, one of the things that we are, are getting out more and more, matter of fact, we're going to have a presence this year at the Global Leadership Summit. Awesome. Uh, we have a 100 seats reserved up in, in the mezzanine level. We've got private dining. We're going to have a speaker coming in. And, by the way, I don't know if you heard it or not, but Dallas Jenkins, the executive director for The Chosen, mm-hmm. is going to be there this year. <laughs> Excellent. Well, what you just yeah. described, it, there are things out there. But I want to really yes. pick up on what you said about Older adults, so many older adults continuing to work. Did you know out of the yep. Kauffman Foundation in Kansas City, the, the nation's premier uh, studier of and promoter of entrepreneurship, they do a, every year they try to say, who's starting businesses? Right. In, in the U.S. currently, more people over 55 are starting yes. businesses than people between 20 and 35. Now, right. we tend not to think of older adults entrepreneurially. There's a study out of MIT that found that the older person who starts a business is three times as likely to have a successful business as the younger person. And yep. what's happening more and more is an older and a younger are teaming up. So, I mean, yes. there, there's this extraordinary potential, and that's part of what we're trying to really fuel and guide for people's lives. I love, I, I just so love it when, you know, Mark, when we first sat down and we talked and you shared with me with this, I thought, man, this is going to be an out-of-the-park home run, you know, mm-hmm. because obviously the aging of our population. Right. You know, it's, what, 77 million now, over 60 years of age. Ten, you know, you've got, you know, and it's growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 10,000 people, uh, on average, 10,000 people today in the U.S. turned 65. Yeah, Exactly. So I am just so excited. Let's tell the folks again how they can get a hold of you. Yeah. The, go to the Dupree website, which is D-E-P-R-E-E dot org. And if for some reason they forget that, Max Dupree or Mark Roberts Fuller Seminary, any of that will get you. But if you go to the Dupree Center website, uh, you, you can always communicate with me through that if you want to do that. Yeah. But then you look for third, third, and you will find just this cornucopia of resources as i mentioned many of which are free and we give them away a, a few things we charge for 
for in order to be sustainable. Yeah, well, I really want to thank you today, Mark. This has been great. Uh, I love the pep in your step, buddy. Uh, you know, you've got a new colleague, yeah. and uh, I just love it. I think it's fantastic. Thanks. And as always, Mark, your quality, your integrity comes through, your pastoral giving and caring for people, and I know this is going to be an enormous success. And just let us know here at Faith Marketplace any way we can get the word right. out there for you. I'll you know it. me. I've got yeah. a megaphone for a mile, so I'm going to tell a lot of people about it. But um, if you'd like some material or, or uh, you know, about G7 to get that on there as part of it, I'll, I'll send you a Absolutely, because I, I'm serious. Okay. We are, in fact, collecting this thing, and fairly soon we're going to say, here, right. if you want to get going, here's some ways to do it. Yeah, that'd be great, Mark. Well, again, thank you for being on our, being our guest today. And here at Faith Marketplace, again, we encourage, equip, and, and help people to walk it out at work. It's not just about, pro we're not talking about proselytizing here. How do you actually live your faith at work? And this is becoming a larger, larger issue, and there's a lot of stuff that's going on out there. You're going to hear it on this show. I've been interviewing tech executives, Silicon Valley, where the last place you think, you know, Christianity becoming, and it's get growing and growing. It's phenomenal. Get out there and check out our website, faithmarketplace.com. Uh, all of the podcasts are on there. We're on Google, Apple, and now Spotify. Uh, Olivia, my producer, is working on getting us, uh, getting us a uh, YouTube channel. Maybe in the future you're going to see something there. And also, folks, we got that little donation button up there. So if you have, uh, you feel that this ministry is good, this is how we operate and we, how we roll, uh, we appreciate any kind of a contribution to keep us going and, uh, and spread the word for us. We'll see you next episode.